that's the worst with like local breweries too, because like I I don't know what the big chains do that makes their beer last forever, but local <laughs> stuff. Just don't ask. Yeah, it's weird though, because you're like, this goes bad in four months, but that old Milwaukee's been there for like five years, and it tastes like it all. <laughs> preserve a corpse in it. <laughs> the secret is it's always skunked. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Hulk's always angry. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we're ready to get going. Everybody ready for session two of the auction? Yeah, well, uh, absolutely. It's been a handful yeah. of weeks, a month or so uh, since we last played. So thanks for joining. Uh, we've got uh, the five, one, two, four PCs from last time, and we've got a new player. Pete A. Pete will be joining us with his character, who we'll get to in a moment. But let's start off. I'll try to do a quick recap and of the first session, and we'll kind of fill in the blanks if, if I miss anything. Um, so we were playing uh, starting off in July of 1923, uh, and we had four of our PCs. We had William Gast, who's a dilettante. Uh, played by Art. We have Benoit Gagneau, played by Patrick. He's a mountaineer. Uh, Lucas Krauss, uh, played by Caleb, is an artist, a German artist. And Bernard Hicks, played by Hollywood, is a museum curator. Um, and the way we kind of went through the last session, we did a little bit of a background and personality check on each of your players and then your characters and then kind of went through a little bit of a narrative to kind of see how you got involved in what uh, turns out to be this auction of occult artifacts in Austria. So William, uh, I think we found you in Southern France uh, recovering from uh, a, a night or a week of debauchery. Uh, Months. You're a bit of a playboy or not a bit, that's an understatement. Um, <laughs> And yeah. you were contacted by Arthur Emerson. And mm -hmm. Arthur Emerson runs Emerson, Emerson Imports, which I think is in New York. Um, yeah. And he's kind of your go-to for your latest, uh, I don't know if you call it a hobby or a fad or interest, but you're into the occult. And yeah. he's the guy who's going to point you in the right direction. And the, the gist of it is he was able to point in the right direction of this um, uh, auction that was going to be held in Vienna in a couple of months in the middle of September. And he said, hey, there's going to be some really great things there. I think you're going to be interested. Somebody of your caliber, uh, somebody of your reputation and your deep pockets and your interests, you're going to probably find something there. And he was able to arrange an invitation uh, for you to 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 attend absolutely um, and i gotta say um i'm disappointed that arthur emerson missed his flight or his boat um <laughs> you're supposed to be joining us it sounds like he might not be never was going to join you <laughs> yeah so sort of making me reevaluate his commitment uh-huh um yeah. because he should have let me know that uh he missed his boat <laughs> I, honestly i just hope he's okay wherever he might be He's, he's I guess I should say that. Way to go. That. Way, Way to go, go Pete. Pete. There you go, Pete. 
now did you just print out what I just sent to you or is that what did you find? Okay. You're on mute by the way, so can't hear you. Yeah, so that's you, you do seem that's where happy. he keeps his filthiest pornography. <laughs> Um, it seems like a weird place to keep it right on the camera. What's, what's, but, uh, um, mine's right here because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> not some yeah. amateur putting it right yeah. here. <laughs> it's my backdrop. Now we know where to go if Pete's ever in a tragic accident. Exactly. Right. Well, hide. actually, that's good though. We all need to know that. We all need to know each this. other. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I actually told my daughter. Uh, I showed her in my phone where Hollywood's phone number is. I said, if I die, just call <laughs> Hollywood. His name is Hollywood, and tell him he can come get all my games and then disperse them to the guild. Oh, that's sweet. That's oh, I sweet. thought you were going to say you wanted me to cleanse the place. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's going to come in here with gasoline and a match. Get rid of the folders that say "delete me." <laughs> exactly. 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 All right, so that was William Gast, our, our young dilettante. Uh, Benoit, Gagneau, Mountaineer, uh, you were based in Austria, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Innsbruck. Innsbruck. Yeah. And um, you're a Mountaineer by trade. Uh, you take uh, rich and wealthy, well-to-do clients on mountaineering trips. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, and you were at home one day, and a telegram came from you, or for you, and it was from Daniel Colson, or Darnell Colson, uh, who was a sweet, a young Swedish man of about thirty years old, and uh, he was a client of yours in the past, and uh, he invited you to the auction. Uh, in his words, he needs a good man for this, some sort of protection or somebody he can trust. Um, and so you made arrangements to go to, to go to Austria. Um, Lucas Krauss, uh, our German, uh, artist played by Caleb. Um, uh, Lucas has a, uh, a patron of the arts, a young lady, Margaret Jameson, uh, a British, uh, young British woman, about 24 years old. Uh, I think she comes from oil money. And she's a patron of yours, loves your work, and says, darling, you have to come to Austria. There's some people I want to introduce you to. And so she has arranged it for you to come to the auction as well, to introduce you to her friends, and perhaps uh, <coughs> uh, get some new clients. And then finally, we have Bernard Hicks. And Bernard, I forget. I'm sure it's in my notes somewhere. Which museum are you at? New York Natural uh, History Museum. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you're a curator there uh, in New York, and you received a phone call one day from George Walker. George Walker is a colleague of yours. He's in the museum trade. I don't know if you call it a business, museum business. He's in museums. Uh, he actually works for the Smithsonian, and he called you with an offer. Uh, the Smithsonian uh, is very interested in a number of items in this auction, and he is offered to, uh, in a sense, sponsor your participation at the auction on behalf of uh, your museum. Um, and his intention is to have you build, bid up the early items, so hopefully the other patrons run out of money 
and then he can swoop in with the Smithsonian's deep pockets and and buy the rest of the lot. Um, and I believe he made some sort of arrangement that uh, you could keep that your museum could keep the items that you win, and that even some of the items that the Smithsonian wins, they may give you on loan. Um, yes. Uh I'm unaware if any of my funds are in place uh, at the moment. <laughs> well, fortunately, uh, over the next two months, you guys had done some research on some of the items uh, that are up for auction. Uh, the items have different interesting stories about the occult, their occult background. Um, and you made your way to Vienna. Uh, you're staying in various hotels and you visited Basically, I think it was in a group. You visited the House of Osberg, uh, the premier one of the premier auction houses in Europe. Um, certainly, you were aware of the tough times and troubles that Austria has experienced since the end of the Great War. Um, times are tough, and in fact, you picked up some information or an understanding that this auction uh, is a private affair for the most part. Uh, some of the wealthy uh, gentry. Uh, Nobility, in some cases, of Austria are selling off their items. Times are so tough that they're selling some of their precious items to raise funds. That's got to be kept on the the hush hush. And so the House of Osberg is holding this auction one night uh, in September. Uh, you were introduced to Friedrich Osberg, the the head of the the Osberg House. They ran background checks on you. They uh, did financial checks. There were orders, uh, papers of credit, letters of credit uh, were obtained in some cases and cleared. Um, but basically, he welcomed you to the house, um, told you about the auction the next night, or was it two nights later? Um, and then the four of you, I think, hit the town for the most part and went and lived it up and woke up with... Um, with uh, headaches the next day from drinking. We wondered if, if William had picked up some venereal disease or two. Um, most deaf. Most deaf. Not sure if he had it already, but... <laughs> I mean, honestly, where does no. one begin in the other <laughs> end? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And so the, we, we, when we were fading to black, you guys were at the House of Opsburg for the, uh, uh, for the auction. Um, so let's flash. Any, anybody want to add anything? Any particular things that you remember that I missed? Uh, high level, low level details or not? A crushed illustration of the dilettante. I know that. Gast. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll say the main thing, for, for, at least for Gast, is that he clearly does not know what he's doing. And so he was going to attempt to, I think, get the inside track from you guys playing you with drinks, whatever. But I feel like you guys were reversing it a little bit on me. I feel like at some point there was like a, uh, like a psychology check or something that made me think that you guys were actually flipping the tables and I was the one getting a little hat. I don't know if that was true, but that's how I was going to go forward. Yes. I was basically just like making sh like doing that thing was like, he's going to pay for me. Got right. 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 <laughs> I right. realized he's doing it because that's how I, <laughs> survive as an artist <laughs> right in the 20s 
Also, I feel like waking up in the afternoon with a headache is a little judgy. That's just waking up to William Gast. So um, <laughs> doesn't really know another state of waking up. So just gotta wait to get my laudum and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. If you're always but, uh, hungover, yeah. are you really hungover? It's just your natural state. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, All right. Well, then let's let's take a couple of minutes. Uh, let's welcome Rodrigo. DeSanta uh, to the game, played by Pete A. We'll do a little bit of a flashback. Um, Pete, uh, give us uh, maybe a, a quick physical description of your character, what we would notice about him if we were to observe him for a couple minutes, and I guess go ahead and give us a little background on his his uh, his trade or whatever we whatever we should know about him. Gotcha. Uh, well, uh, Rodrigo de Santa is a uh, Latin uh, from uh, somewhere in Mexico. He is probably more of a, uh, you know, has more roots uh, that are native, uh, but tries to pass himself off as someone who has a little bit more, um, a little bit higher social standing and so and 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 cultural background. You know, maybe mm -hmm. from Spain, kind of a thing. Um, he is a uh, medium, uh, medium build, uh, but, you know, a very swarthy, you know, uh, looking gentleman uh, who has been known to uh, make a, a senorita swoon uh, occasionally. Mm -hmm. However, he's much more successful in the U.S. Uh, because then let's say he is in Mexico because, well, you know, they 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 love a Latin man you <laughs> okay. know, uh, in San Francisco. <laughs> OK. Um, okay. Now he fancies himself an occultist, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, he probably isn't at 32, still fairly young. Um, so doesn't have a lot of experiences with it, but he, he again, he grew up in, in Mexico and, and kind of had some of the folk, some of the folk uh, folklore kind of stuff, you know, in, in his background. So mm -hmm. definitely there was, that's where the beliefs came from. Um, but he gets too distracted particularly by uh, the female sex uh, to really sort of get anywhere with his, uh, his occult. Um, so he's looking, but he probably doesn't have enough money to really mm -hmm. buy anything at any kind of an auction. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, but, but was able to uh, probably talk his way into an invitation somehow. Okay. Wonderful. And so this, the occultist part, I mean, is he, a specialist in the occult of, of Mexico or Latin folklore, or how, how would you describe his occult? Uh, yeah, I, I would say that, you know, if, I, if any. Yeah, I, I would say that he probably was someone who, you know, he, he did go to university, mm -hmm. you know, and he did so. And, and I think that he probably studied, you know, uh, you know, the cult. So, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, of, of Mexico, right? So, okay. you know, again, there's that. That's his background, but he is always, you know, expanding or trying to expand because, of course, you can't know everything about the occult. And there's many mysteries. And of course, he's very mysterious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and single, like you said. I mean, he's still he's still playing the field. OK. Yeah. Got it. And does he I see on his character sheet, his residence is San Francisco. So he's yes. he's still based there. OK. Yeah. Um, does he. Does he go to work? Is he is he work from home? Does he does he have an office? Oh. Like what is he? 
Oh, gosh. Set up. Uh, you know what I'm going to say, because I didn't I sort of what's sort of thinking about what was, you know, as a profession, what is an occultist to do? Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that, you know, he's kind of he's kind of a writer, you know, okay. so he writes for some, you know, a, you know, uh, yeah, some some occult occult. I mean, we call them zines nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, there's zines. There's zines. Uh, zines yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say zines, not zines. <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so, you know, and, and so he doesn't have a, uh, you know, he, he makes a little bit of money to help keep himself, uh, afloat, but mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't, he doesn't make a lot of money. That's how he, but that's how he survives. Okay. Great. Great. So uh, it's, it's the middle of July, 1923. You're at home, uh, or in your office, uh, finishing off your, your latest article. Um, sure. What, what is your article about? specifically what's, oh. the what's the title of your latest article my my the, the latest article is uh let's see so i'm gonna say that he came across something called the philosopher's head Ooh. that's lot nine uh, or it's uh, and 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 heard about this riveted brass head Ooh. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And and it, it was researching as there a connection. Mm. It's a German 13th century artifact of some sort, okay. similar to the philosopher's head. Ooh. So let's say he had, you know, done some he had he had learned of this uh, of, of this potential connection. Mm. And so okay. that's what he's he's working on right now. And then maybe that's the way that he, you know, he, he found a way to get to the auction. OK, so. Yeah, as you're working on the article, in fact, your phone rings. Bring, 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 bring. Hola. Ah, DeSanta, DeSanta. It's Sir Sir William, Sir William, si, Sir William. All right, so Sir William uh, Murray, Sir William Murray is a an Englishman uh, about 43 years old. And he is also an occultist. Um, in fact, he's he's got a little bit of notoriety in the field. Uh, he's a he's a known name, I would say, um, largely because of his, uh, I'll say, ag aggressive and extravagant uh, approach to collecting items of the occult. Um, but in in the process, uh, you have come to know him because of some of your own research. In fact, he. He's picked up items that that you're familiar with, or that perhaps you've written about in the past, right? And uh, you guys are maybe a little bit closer than colleagues. I mean, you're not like regular friends. You're friendly, yeah. um, but it's it's beyond just a professional. And in fact, you can think of the occult field as kind of a, a small group that people know each other, and and it's. Uh, Kind of like a wargaming community, right? Like you, yeah. you, you make friendships and things like that that are just beyond the, the process. Um, AA cult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah. There's um, exceptionally petty feuds and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, De Santa, good to hear your voice. How have you been? Uh, bien, and 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 you? Ah, I've been doing very well, very well. <laughs> My acquisitions. They grow. They grow by the day. It's it's been wonder. It's a wonderful time. 
Uh, if only I could get to, uh, and I'm assuming he's in London. Uh, if only I could yeah. get to London to see your collection. Oh. I'm sure it is fine. You're welcome anytime. You're welcome anytime. Uh, but uh, I thanks for uh, thanks for taking the call. I, uh, there's something I want to talk to you about. A matter that I think uh, you in particular will find most interesting. Oh, go ahead. Are you uh, still? I am, I am all ears. Are you still working on that? Uh, that article about the uh, the head, the what was it? The philosopher's head. See, see. In fact, what uh, do you do? You have some powers because it is here right now. I am re- I'm I'm writing. Ah, uh, you got my mailer. Yes, yes. Uh, that was conveniently from me as I think about it right now. <laughs> the yeah yeah. I'm glad you got Thank it. Thank you. you. Reviewed it. Yes, this, I sent that. This I, has been very helpful. Yes. Well, I've got some great news. If you can make oh. your way to Austria, and I can help sponsor that, I think I can get you a, a close look at the philosopher's head. Spend some time with it, and perhaps with a little bit of luck, uh, maybe we'll we'll have it uh, uh, in my collection as well. No, the riveted brass head. Riveted brass head. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Ah, fine. What do you think? See. I I just have to get a real ID to get on an airplane. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ah, my uh my uh assistant uh, Honks will uh, help you and uh, make arrangements to get you to to Vienna. Um, there's an important matter though that I think you should know about. If you're if okay. you're willing to to come, I I don't want your excitement to. Uh, perhaps uh, blind you to the, the, the troubles that that not only Austria is facing, but perhaps some of the other patrons. Uh, let me just say it may not be uh, the safest for all of us. I think everybody will be out pretty aggressively for these items, and we should take care. Uh, there may be some, frankly, some physical danger involved. That That is, that is part of what we do. Of all course... Right. For you, my friend, anything. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, Honks will be uh, in contact with you shortly. We'll make arrangements. Awesome. Well, I look forward to, to seeing you again. Yes, yes. All right, so he hangs up. Uh, and yeah, uh, in, within a couple days or a day later, you hear from Honks, who is his, his assistant. Um, and he helps you make arrangements for travel. Uh, probably by ship, uh, first to to London and then to mainland uh, uh, mainland Europe, and then by train to to Vienna. Um, you've got about a two month lead time, and I I gave everybody else's. Is there any research or anything that you wanted to check out before we we teleport you over to to Vienna with everybody else? Um. I mean, I guess as part of this, I would want to, you know, do as much uh, research, you know, on uh, the philosopher's head. Okay. Uh, if that's something that, you know, that that might be meaningful. Um, and looking over, I'm trying to look, I was just going to look real quick if there was anything else in this book uh, that might look interesting. Let's see. A lot, I, I like to look a lot nine. Oh yeah, that's the riveted brass head. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, why don't you go uh, ahead and give me uh, give me an occult roll? Okay. And we're just physically rolling, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Just I'm gonna trust you. All right, so that's twenty eight, and my occult is. Let's see, where is that on my list? Uh. It's 21, 10, and 4. So that means that I missed it, right? Right. So, you, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's I, the regular, regular half and fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have the option of, of pushing. You have the option of spending luck. Or you could just let it let it be. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, since it's close, since it's just 7 away, I'm going to use 7 of my luck. Okay. So that'll take me to sixty-eight. Uh, yeah, you you spend your luck. Um, so you yeah you get a regular success. Um, what do you learn about the riveted brass head? Um, this item you learn, and and this is pretty much you maybe had inklings of this, uh, but you come across some documents uh you know you've been doing pretty traditional research research at libraries but once you turn to um uh we'll say some of the 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 darker paths of research that are available to you right you're consulting mystics and you're consulting um uh people who do seances right um you actually come across uh, a set of documents and it tells you that the riveted brass head uh, was purported to have been constructed by a black magician. In black meaning like dark, <laughs> not, yeah. not African-American. Um, and it is said to have the ability to answer questions dealing with metaphysics and deep philosophy. But the ceremony to invoke that ability is unknown. So up to this point, you had heard that the head had powers beyond mortal understanding, right? But what you've discovered is the nature, potentially, if it were true, right? I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, seriously, who would believe this nonsense? Maybe an occultist would. Um, however, part of the documents that you found are unlike anything that you've ever seen in the sense of the inscriptions, uh, the characters in some of the locations are not of any earthly language that you've under you've ever seen. They look like just symbols and scribblings and scratches. Um, they, you know, they don't have an occult. They're, they're, they're parts of these documents that don't have an occult basis as, to your knowledge. Yeah. It's okay. it's beyond just the occult. Okay, so let's port you over to Vienna. We'll catch you up with the other guys. Uh, the last question I have, and, and maybe just quickly, uh, you get to Vienna, you check into a hotel. Sir William has put you up in a, a nice hotel. Um, perhaps you meet him ahead of time and have a dinner one evening. Um, you are greeted at the House of Osberg. There's some background checks. There's some credit checks. Um, you can tell that like this is the height of of uh, kind of the social occasion, social environment. Uh, the elite of the elite, the one percents of the one percents. 
uh, House of Osberg has a tremendous reputation, um, but you are looking ahead to this auction. Uh, I need to know how you're going to dress for the occasion. Uh, I'm going to... And if I haven't told you enough, ask me a question. I'll try to fill in the blanks. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I, I, I would imagine, is this a fairly formal kind of a place? The situation. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Then I'm gonna. Then I'd be in a tux for and sure. Tux. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. I don't know if you have a tux, but Sir William can help you. Help you do it. I, I think. I think that that would be something that I would absolutely have. Okay. All right. It is the night of the auction. It is sept September thirteenth, nineteen twenty-three. It is approaching nine p.m. And the five of you, uh, individually or in small groups, have arrived at the House of Osberg. Um, and you are greeted at the front door by Franz. You might remember Franz is the major domo. So he's got his, his I don't call it tuxedo, but his black tie. And he's got his tails. And Oh, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Ah. Welcome back, uh, Mr. DeSanta. Welcome back. Glad to see you. Ah, you've all joined. Uh, and you're here yeah. for the auction right on time. Welcome, welcome. And he, he, he kind of ushers Rodrigo in. Ah, ah, Mr. Gast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Glad to have you. Welcome, welcome. You this way, please. This way, please. And walks you in. Um, and then he sees Lucas. Hmm. Mr. Mr. Kraus, good evening. And he seems to be eyeing your poor white suit. Oh yeah, he's like raises his eyebrow. If I remember correctly, it's it's your best suit, but it's a little bit worn. Um, paint stains, etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please, uh, this way. Donkey, donkey, and just like I just. Ah, uh, Mr. Gagno, Mr. Gagno, you're welcome as well as was well, of course. Um, he seems to be eyeing your attire. <laughs> not, perhaps not as bad as uh, perhaps is not as bad as Lucas and uh, uh, Mr. Hicks. Uh, welcome, yes, finally. Uh, uh, nice, nice, nice color for this time of year, I guess. Welcome. Welcome. They Thank usher you. you in. Thank you. And by this point, you can hear just the faint strains of uh, a, a quartet, a string quartet playing from upstairs. And Pete, just for your, your benefit, everybody had the map uh, that was shared. I guess you've got it now. Um, the, the auction was expected to be held on the second floor in the green room the auction itself um, and the um, I think there, yeah, there's it there. Well, you'll find out in a moment. Uh, there's a meal that's planned, expected and kind of a cocktail hour uh, kind of situation. All right. Would you guys like to make your way upstairs? Yes, you would. <laughs> Never, but yeah, but yeah. yeah okay. Really. <laughs> Has your friend Arthur arrived? No, and I'm starting to think that um, 
he's completely reneged on me. I'm, I'm not sure what to make of this. Uh, maybe you and I can talk. Um, I know the Smithsonian is funding your efforts, but maybe there's something we can, we can arrange. Uh, I might, uh, I could really use your help. And then to the, the guy who's greeting us, who's probably the head of the whole museum. I'm just like, just give me a three of scotch with a splash of water. Oh, thanks. Um, again, I think he's the waiter. I have no idea who he is. Um, well, for, well, Franz is the major domo. He's basically the head of, he's the head of the, the house organization. He's not nice. Frederick, Friedrich Osberg, who's the, the he's, head. Right, right. So he can get me a drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he can get somebody Finger to get you a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he knows a guy. <laughs> know. um, yeah, so uh, but yeah, right. you know, uh, Bernard. Yeah, if if you you know if you if you feel like um, there's some some pieces you might need some help with, let me know, and maybe we can work something out. Indeed, indeed. Okay, so you guys make your way inside, further inside to the the. Osberg House. Um, you make your way up to the second floor, and yes, there there are a handful of tables that are laid out uh, for di dinner. Uh, you see um, some servers in fine attire walking around, giving out drinks, uh, perhaps some hors d'oeuvres. Um, there's the five of you plus another two, four, six, probably eight. Uh, eight appear to be patrons. Um, so is that thirteen total people? So it's not a it's not a very big auction, which is probably, um, you know, reflective of how narrow the probably the interest in, is, and also how how private this event is. So about 13, 13 14 people, a couple of round tables. Um, who do you see? Um. Rodrigo, you, you see uh, Sir Martin uh, talking in a small group. Uh, Bernard, you see George Walker. Uh, all of you see Frederick Osberg, again, the head of the Osberg house, making the rounds, greeting people, making sure everybody's comfortable. Uh, Lucas, uh, Lady Margaret is there. She seems to be holding court in a small group. Um, and uh, Benoit, you see Darnell Coulson. I said he's 30. He's actually about 25. Um, a little bit younger than I said. Uh, he is actually speaking with Lady, uh, well, you wouldn't know her as Lady Margaret, but um, you see these two young, attractive people, apparently wealthy, talking to each other. Um, on top of that, there are a handful of other individuals who you don't recognize. Um, they're, they're all in formal attire. Uh, except for one gentleman who appears to be uh, in more of a military outfit, uh, white white military jacket with a sash, some medals, um, and one of the the remaining people who you don't recognize is actually sitting at a table uh, by himself having a drink. Looks like he's maybe pouring over um, the the auction book. It's a little bit after 9 p.m. Uh, the music is beautiful. The, the food smells great. The drinks are flowing. Uh, what would you like to do? Ty, would I recognize the military uniform? Um, I don't know. Let's see here. What do you got here? Do you got a military skill we can check on? 
Oh, we could. Know if I've got anything uh, you, super military-ish. You sir, you served in the military. Give me a just give me an idea. Roll right. your intelligence. I guess it would be no, perhaps. Yeah, uh, forty-three. Which my no is fifty-five. Uh, fifty-five. Yeah, I mean it. I mean it's it's formal, so you wouldn't have seen it in in the field. And I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever ran across any Russians, uh, but it appears to be a uh, uh, a Russian outfit. Gotcha. Probably just in pictures uh, mm-hmm. and, and dispatches. No, mm-hmm. probably didn't have any run-ins. Yeah. Maybe the one thing that seems a little bit odd is that it seems to be maybe an imperial Russian mm-hmm. outfit rather than a communist Russia. Removed. A little, a little bit of out of out of place this this day and age, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in fact, maybe you make your way a little bit closer, you can hear him speaking. He's definitely got a Russian accent. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'd probably you know I'd probably turn to whoever's closest amongst us. Probably I think Klaus and I were were having a good time together uh, the previous night. I'd be like. Klaus, you, 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 you uh, does he, you know, I, I just confirm my suspicions. Does, does he sound imperial to you? Does he sound Russian to you? That, you know, you, you were here, you served, right? I'm like, did not serve. <laughs> ah, well, I bury my face in the, in a drink. But, oh, awkward. <laughs> And I'm doing like uh, just like picture, like looking at a face, then looking at another face, like like memorizing faces basically at the moment. Okay. Um, is anyone besides Russian guys stick out <clears throat> at the moment? Uh, I mean, what are you what are you looking for? I mean, the, I guess the the one guy sitting by himself uh, on his own is is a little bit odd, kind of given the situation. Um, you know, you guys, I mean, you guys, in a way, kind of walked in all together. No one seems to have taken the, <laughs> attempted to even care that you're, you're there. They're, they're, That's outrageous. <laughs> they seem to be doing their own thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you might have to either tell me more or get closer or something. I don't know what you're, I know what you're going for. But other than that guy sitting by himself, people are just sitting around talking. Can you smoke in here, or is anyone smoking? Because I'm just going to go and mingle with the smokers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a group. Um, there's a there's a, a middle aged gentleman who's smoking. Uh, two middle middle aged gentlemen who are smoking who, who you don't know, but they're talking to each and they're talking to each other. Yeah, I go up to them. It's um, just gesticulating and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'll act like I don't have a lighter, even though I do. Mm-hmm. And a cigarette that Gas bought for me and forgot he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a pack of cigarettes last night he doesn't remember buying for me. I'm just like, <clears throat> good evening. It's like, so you you approach and 
they, they both kind of stop mid-sentence as they're talking. Maybe they were laughing a little bit and they kind of they kind of look down and go, yes, can I can I help you? Are you like, are you I'm lost? Headed. No, it's, it's like I'd sit a cigarette. It's like and, and, don't want to spread it all over the place. And the man talking has an has an English accent. Mm. I go like when smoking, stay to a single place, annoy the non-smokers, yada yada. Get uh, shoot out of buildings. Uh, of course, my good man. Of course, and he... like obviously all here for auction, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And you, are you here? Are you here for the auction? Indeed. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> I see. And he 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 hands one of the, the the man you're talking to with the English accent. He he holds out his hand. Uh, I am I am Sir Martin, Sir Martin Murray. Pleasure to meet you. I'm like Lucas. Look at Kraus. Out of crap, I forgot what city I'm out of again. Give but me a, a uh, Lucas. Give me a credit rating roll. Ooh, I didn't put points of credit rating. Oh yikes! Let's see here. Yo, we got a fifth. That's really good. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes. I wouldn't expect somebody like you to be here. Uh, what what brings you here tonight? Like, I mean, beyond what what in particular about the auction? It's exciting, isn't it? Let's go. Yes, visual spectacle, the peculiar items. There's a sword here, German. Yes, there is. Ah, you know the sword, the sword of Athatoth. No, the sword of something or other. Ah, it's... yes, what a magnificent item, magnificent item. Well, if you decide to bid on it, I wish you the best. You as well, for the best to go. And as, as as he turns from you and starts talking to the other gentleman there, you can hear the, the other gentleman's American, for sure. Okay. American accent. And I'll drag and try to, like, lean in to see what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're talking about the auction and they're talking about politics and the post-war order of oh, things yeah. in Europe and that kind of that kind of thing. All right, who else? I would uh, walk over to George Walker mm -hmm. and kind of get his attention. Like, I know that I'm sort of there to help drive up the price of things so that he can buy stuff later. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to sort of like hey, like, I, I see you, but not mm -hmm. know you. Mm -hmm. Kind of awkward, like, I want him to know that I'm here, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I don't want other people to know that we know each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he, he uh, you see him talking to Lucas, or he, I guess, yeah, it's Sir, uh, well, it's Sir uh, Martin who's talking he, to. Sir, Sir Martin or Sir William? Uh, it is, are there two sirs? No, there. So Sir Martin, maybe I was saying Sir William. You said Sir Martin William, but you, but the guy <laughs> just now, but you were, so my contact was Sir William Murray. So you said it? Sir Martin Murray. Did I say, so I'm trying, did I tell you, did I tell you William? You said Sir William Murray to me earlier. 
Did you mean Martin? I did. Murray? I did. Okay. I did. I was yeah. maybe thinking of William Gast. I don't know. So All the right. guy I'm chatting with is the dude that talked to. Yeah. Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what that, I was not that you would know that, but yeah. All yeah. Right. right. Just didn't connect know if the it was a level. Different yeah. Sir Murray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. There's only, there's only okay. one English sir here, and that is Sir Martin Murray, who is your buddy or your occult buddy. Yeah. You uh, said William Murray. I thought you were making a riff on Bill Murray. I will say as well. <laughs> Good, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so Bernard, you see uh, Sir Martin uh, talking to Bernard, or not Bernard, talking to um, uh, George. George. And uh, yeah, you kind of, as, as Lucas and the other guy are kind of talking, uh, George kind of turns and you, you guys do lock eyes for a moment and he kind of gives you one mm-hmm. of these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he turns back. Nice. So he knows. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, I just want to say, and I think I hinted that I was going to, if it was okay to do this last time. Um, I'm sort of trying to smile through my incredibly wounded pride that uh, Margaret has no idea who I am. <laughs> um, as I said, we definitely met before. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt a connection. Mm-hmm. I know she felt a connection. I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> but apparently she's going to play cool for some reason. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have to see how to chip through that uh that clever exterior. Yeah. I mean, she's talking to somebody who would be a rival, a young blonde haired male. Uh, she seems to be enthralled with, uh, Uh, yeah. I I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So you think that it's, do you think it's obvious that you're, you know, sort of directing your interest towards her? So, um, yeah, one thing I, I haven't personally associated with my character is subtlety. So (laughs) I'm assuming that I think, I think I'm really bad at what your character is probably really good at. Um, so I, I have success, you know, with the female persuasion because I just dump money on it and I'm not picky. But to me, that's like, I know what I'm doing. Like, um, so Margaret is somebody way out of my league and, um, it's not, I I don't, I'm very confused at this moment, uh, and trying not to look hurt, which also I'm probably not covering up at all. Gotcha. So, so, cause I would then, I would come up to him and, and say, ah, amigo, yes, she is bonita. See? see uh we go way back um (laughs) so yeah it's been great catching up with her because um peas in a pod yeah then then maybe you can make an introduction for us (laughs) um yeah that's an interesting (laughs) william um yeah no he's not going to do it but he's like oh yeah yeah maybe yeah like um (laughs) <laughs> and I, and I, I say I am, <laughs> I am Rodrigo, Rodrigo de Santa. 
and now it's just like you know like when two animals sort of turn staring at each other like uh <laughs> william senses a threat um but he's gonna play it cool but he's also a little buzzed so um yeah he's like oh nice nice to meet you uh sorry uh, sorry pete about what'd you say your last name was rodrigo rodrigo de santa de santa okay let me write that down mr de santa it's uh it's a pleasure to meet you um you have items you're interested in bidding on tonight have you been looking through the uh the portfolio yes there are many many interesting items here i am a uh study i study the occult and i'm very interested in many of these items yeah and with that william gas perks up oh yes me too i consider myself a bit of an expert um uh new to the field but a, a fast learner but an um, i'm an avid collector <laughs> 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 i know about this much but what i do know um so yeah so maybe do you, what, what in particular are you uh and so here's where i'm going to as i tried the last time i'm gonna try and fast talk uh to pick his brain for information because again I, I don't know anything um is fast talk the right one let me see I guess it would be, right? I mean, it depends uh, on how you're going to talk to him. Are you going to try to, uh, you can try to, if you know, there's, there's, there's fast talk where you're trying to persuade pers and there's persuade. If you got a little bit of time, you can kind of direct them into, into your, your set of beliefs and understanding there's charm, you know, you're turning on the charm. Um, um it's, it's well, definitely but, not but, the but one before oh, you sorry, go, go before you go on ty so uh i don't have any does does sir uh martin have any um uh, you know uh ulterior motive of some sort maybe that's not even the right word but you know i mean i i certainly am not here thinking i I'm doing anything surreptitiously or, you know, I'm not driving any prices up or, you know, any, mm -hmm. no backhanded under, under the table deals. Mm -hmm. So uh, unless you, you tell me that, no, Sir Martin was, you know, like, oh no, we need to be, you know, keep things close to the chest or you need to, you know, um, not say too much or. Yeah. I, I guess the way to, to think about it is Sir Martin felt that he needed a wingman uh, at this event, um, he didn't need you to do anything. But if 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 things got uncomfortable, he thought it might be better to have somebody around. I mean, you're not you're not okay. the you're not the muscle. I don't think yeah. you're, I don't think you're packing. But you know, it's better than well, him packing. being on. Yeah, I'm, I'm packing all right. Are you packing? I don't know. Well, for different kind of combat. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> love love combat. combat. <laughs> <laughs> But, but and the yeah, reason yeah. why I say that is because then then uh, William, uh, I I you don't have to roll any kind of you know anything. I, I'm I'm willing to tell you anything that you want to know because I'm not necessarily feeling like I have to keep things again close to my chest or anything. All right. Yeah. In that case, that would be uh, you know I would just be. So what what are you interested? In? I'm you know I, like I said uh, you know as an expert collector, as we've already established, um, obviously I'm interested in just about all of it, but, uh, I mean, just off the record, what are you sort of, uh, honing in on? I, uh, I'm sorry about that guys. All right. So, uh, I 
am here writing, I'm going to write a, uh, a story, a uh, article on the uh, riveted head. There's some fascinating connections possibly with something called the philosopher's head. Mm -hmm. Have you heard which, of this? Uh, which, which number is it though? Nine. <laughs> Not perfect. That's perfect. Thank you. This has been great. Right. You know what? Uh, the, the drinks here are amazing. Have you had a drink? Oh, no, no, not yet. Oh, you should come, definitely come go me. get one. Oh. Uh, hold on. I'm going to go talk to Margaret. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, but no, I'll definitely talk to you. Well, I'm going to talk to him. Uh, but you said number nine. Number nine. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then with that, I maybe, sorry, I'm looking at my, maybe then I circle around to, um, Maybe I just, you know, maybe I make the round. Maybe I feel like, oh, we bonded last night. I'm sure I'm the only one who feels that way. But, um, and I just sort of hit up everybody. He's like, oh, what numbers are you like trying to? <laughs> and if they start talking in too much detail, then it goes over my head. Uh -huh. But if they mention a number, I sort of go, aha. Um, but I don't know if you want me to roll that. Hmm. Uh, maybe. Or is that too broad? Yeah, it's a little broad. Why don't, why don't you give me a, there's a, let's, let's talk in groups. So there's okay. the, there's groups of uh, there's Lady Margaret and a young dashing gentleman who Benoit knows is uh, Coulson, um, Darnell Coulson. There is uh, we went over Sir Martin and George Walker. They're in a group with each other. Um, uh, we met uh, Frederick Osberg. He's talking to the Russian uh, and another gentleman um who you don't recognize uh i don't know do any of those groups sound interesting about approaching or to me personally uh margaret but i feel like i've struck out already so that's a little humiliating um but <laughs> you know what sorry somebody knows the guy margaret's talking to right was that yeah. you uh caleb yeah that's that what I was going to double check. This is the Margaret that I like. No, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's we got a lot of people here in personality. So Lady Margaret is the patron of Lucas Krauss, our artist, player character, and she appears to be talking to um, a young blonde-haired, uh, good-looking guy who is Darnell Coulson, who's a Swedish uh, client of uh, Benoit Gagno. Um, so they, you know, different people yeah. recognize different people, uh, but there's the two of them together. And as you're kind of sorting this out, um, one of the, the, the people who were talking, the a gentleman who was talking to, um, uh, Frederick, uh, Osberg leaves Osberg and goes and joins this group of, of Lady Margaret and, uh, Coulson. And he, he's, he's very much older than the two of them, mm -hmm. but he's, he's, He's in he's in a tux as well. He's clearly a patron. So I'll just say like, and it can be just be like this broad thing. Doesn't need to be too specific. I think William Gassard spent the rest of the lead up to the the auction, mm -hmm. completely losing the thread on the auction, getting a little <laughs> bit too buzzed, and just getting fixated on the fact that like Margaret has to remember me. And so then, so I sort of go off on my own thing and get out of the way because, um, because I have no attention span. Um, okay. And so I'll get out. And so that's that's what I do for the rest of the time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Benoit, what are you up to? Uh, I think at this point I'd go um, and 
and talk to uh, Colson. I don't think I don't remember if I we he he's this is the first I we've seen Colson right. He we didn't see him in our lead up to the auction yesterday, did we? Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't think I mean I don't think did. we I mean we could certainly retcon that, but I don't think we had any opportunity or you guys were out kind of out to dinner yeah. on your own. Um, yeah, I think I think I would go and you know just kind of edge into the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, this is definitely out side of Benny's, uh, out of his wheelhouse, mm-hmm. you know, he probably wouldn't be super comfortable with this. So he's just going to kind of stand on the edge of the conversation and try and catch, uh, Colson's eye at some point and be like, Hey, can I oh. we talk over here? Like, you know, yeah. Oh, Benoit, Benoit. Welcome. Welcome. Good to see you. Glad you can make oh, it. Oh, monsieur, it is good to see you as always. Oh, oh, it's wonderful. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Glad to be here in Austria. We should go for a climb sometime. We should. We should. You owe me. Uh, you owe me after saving your life last time oh. uh, in, in the in the Alps. But we, we we are in mixed company, so we won't talk about that. Story. Oh, no, no, no. Don't be shy. There's. I, I owe you so much, Lady Margaret. Lady Margaret, this this gentleman saved my life on the in the in the Alps uh, not too long ago. I I owe him so much. I'm so glad he's here. He's a uh, 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 Monsieur Gagno. This is uh, Lady Margaret. Lady Margaret Monsieur Gagno. She goes. Uh, I do a really awkward. charmed. I'm sure. <laughs> I do a really awkward half bow thing not knowing you know mm-hmm. this is, there's more money in this room than i've ever seen so. yeah yeah and I, she's yeah. clearly not impressed with something about you she's uh maybe that's, she's just yeah. more impressed with herself uh yeah although she that's does fair. manage to get a few words out so what uh what uh, brings you here to the auction i suppose oh, i have to ask I am. We, we, I appreciate the the concern. Uh, I am here at the at the request of my longtime friend, uh, Monsieur uh, Colson uh, here. Ah. Uh, beyond that, I'm not quite sure, Colson. <laughs> I don't know why I've been sponsored to come here, but uh, here I am. Well, glad to have you, my boy. Glad to have you. We will uh, we'll enjoy the evening. And it's at this it's oh, this point where you you realize that there has been a fourth member of this small group. Uh, so you, Lady Margaret and, and Coulson, there's a fourth member who's just been kind of standing there waiting for some sort of introduction or waiting for some uh, some opportunity to speak in. Uh, but he's he doesn't quite fit in with, with the youngsters, the beautiful youngsters here. Um, he certainly seems to be about middle age uh, and in a break in the conversation, he goes, uh, I am, I am Klaus. I am Underpost. I am Klaus Underpost. Welcome to Vienna. And he clearly has a, uh, an Austrian accent. Um, give me a, uh, give me a spot hidden roll. Ooh, 59. <laughs> And yeah, nope, not seeing anything. Not seeing anything. Okay, yeah, just yeah. an unusual cat. 
Uh, he doesn't quite fit in with, with everybody else, but uh, he goes, yeah, welcome to Vienna. I hope the, the auction turns out to be fortuitous for you. Merci, merci. Now that I know that Margaret's here, as soon as I get my cigarette to the butt, mm-hmm. I'll head towards her. Because I could probably like spot her like, I mean, I think everyone probably in this room can like see Margaret immediately. Yeah, and, and at some point, maybe it was a motion or something. <gasps> Klaus, Klaus, you're here. Welcome, welcome. And she she kind of runs up in a girly fashion and gives you a big hug. Oh, welcome, welcome. I hope I'm so happy that oh you're my here. God, so happy, so happy. Oh, please, please, please. Uh, what are you wearing? Oh, uh, no worries, no worries. Please come with me. Please, Franz, Franz, a drink for the artist here, our artist friend. And the major domo kind of rolls his eyes and he he kind of signals to somebody to take your drink order. I'm just like, and and Lady Margaret's got you by the wrist and she pulls you along into the group. Uh, you must meet my new friends. You must meet my new friends. Uh, Mr. Coulson, this is this is Lucas Krauss that I was telling you about. Fabulous German artist. Oh, you would love his work. I know you would. I know you would. And like, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, your name again? A hundred past, madam. Hundred past. And the the tall Austrian middle aged man he reaches out his hand to shake. And uh, give it a good firm Austrian shake. <laughs> yeah, you, you give him a shake, and you get you get close enough. This guy doesn't something doesn't look right about this guy. He's got kind of a he's he's got a deep olive complexion. He's got a blonde goatee, and he's got kind of red hair. It doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like, it doesn't work even compared to like me. Like, uh, it's not that he's uncapped; it's that he just looks like not a person. He looks unusual. He, the, okay. the color of his skin, the color of his beard, his hair—he's even got kind of a repellent look to him. Like, he's not a distractive oh, it's just man. Gross. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, nice enough. You know, for the thirty seconds you've gotten to meet him, but uh, certainly unusual looking. Um. So you uh, you introduce yourself to everybody, and uh, yeah, the young blonde-haired man, apparently Coulson, says, "Ah, oh, an artist, huh?" Yeah. Well, I guess we need art these days. Uh, tell me about your work. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I like I'll pull out my uh, I've got a sketch pad and like to wreck I like. It. It's always active. Like while I'm in here, like between the spokes and everything, I'm just like, and I just like pull out and show like bad sketches of like basically everyone in the room. And I'm like, this would be a ticket issue. Like flip over to the one I've done of him and Margaret together. <laughs> Lady Margaret goes, "You have to see. I own some of Klaus's, uh, Lucas's work. You have to see it. You would love it. You would love it. Even you, Mister Hunterpost. I'm sure you would love it as well." I'm sure. I'm sure it's wonderful. I go, Hunter make it interesting. Vibrant colors. What was that? I go, Hunter make it interesting painting. Vibrant colors. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. And I'll be, oh, I'll throw it out. Like, I didn't, I was like, more detailed illustration yesterday. I was with a few foreigners, an American even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, like, deep purse, interesting personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bernard, anything else you'd like to do? Anybody else want to talk to? Uh, no, but the guy that you were just describing, is he the one that was sitting by himself? Different guy. The guy who was sitting Sorry. by himself is, is still there. What's he look like? Uh, what does he look like? He looks like he's rather young. Early 30s, perhaps. Um, <laughs> he's got a little bit of a dark complexion. Uh, brown hair. Kind of peeking to, you know, certainly in, in black tie, uh, pretty much unremarkable, except for his tail. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. Ignore the three tentacles. Pretty, pretty unremarkable uh, from, from where you are. So is there a bunch of chairs that are seated, like, in rows, and there's, like, a... Uh, a little auctioneer's block up at the front there where someone will be presenting the items or is this more like we're walking through to see all the items and then yeah so this this is at the top of the stairs there's kind of a landing and um the the auction itself is actually going to be held and you might remember in the green room so green room, yeah. there's a green room a yellow room a blue room or something like that and there there are four rooms where auctions are held and but you guys are actually out in a landing or a large lobby. That's no, not really a lobby. Second floor in the art display area. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah, the the auction items are not on display. Um, and perhaps you do peek into the green room, and yeah, you can see the real. The, you see the chairs. They're actually kind of arranged in a large arc. Uh, mm-hmm. And yes, there is a a podium where you would expect the. Uh, the auctioneer to to conduct his business, okay. their business. I may try and sit somewhere near that guy, depending on how it plays out when we walk in there. That's the the lonely guy, the guy in his loan. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay, fair enough. All right, uh, we're getting closer to the auction. Uh, anybody else want to talk to anybody else or do anything? I'm good. I'm going to reboot real quick, so I'll be right back. Okay, fair enough. You said they're uh, they're serving drinks and herdivores and all that shit. They're not. It's not anything. It's just like normal food, right? It's not crazy. It's not chilled monkey brains or anything being passed around on plates. <laughs> no, 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 chill. no. In fact, the the meal that actually comes is 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 quite good. Uh, better than quite good. It's it's, it's exquisite. Um, you expect some of the finest chefs in Austria have, have prepared it. It's a late meal. You know, it's probably 9, 30, 10 o'clock before you guys actually sit for the meal. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's very good. Cool. 
Art, are you still grimacing in the corner at this point? Yeah, you know, so I was I was trying to figure out if there was something I could roll. So my intention is obviously you know, I'm 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 here to I'm here to kill it at this auction, but I I'm drinking too much. Uh-huh. And so I'm trying to figure out if there was something I could roll the so I could realize that like, whoa, I need to slow down because this is getting away from me. And I'm not seeing is there like a common sense? Um, <laughs> is that just intelligence? Yeah, I mean, idea, uh, intelligence. I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, it's probably the closest I would think of. Yeah, so idea. Is, is that, I see intelligence. Oh, that's listed right under idea. Okay, so I'm just going to do an intelligence roll just to see if I catch on that I, I'm getting out of hand and I'm actually humiliating myself in front of Margaret a little Are bit. Are you self-aware? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, am uh-huh. I self-aware? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so my intelligence is an 85. Um, great. And you'd think, wow, that's really great. No problem. But I rolled a 91. <laughs> so, so I'm going all in. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go all in. So yeah, I, you know, I, I wave and just give me again, another three, just a splash of water, just keep them coming. Um, I need to get my game face on for this auction. Cause, uh, this isn't about Margaret anymore. It's absolutely about Margaret, but this isn't about Margaret anymore. And I need to really study this. I don't even know where my pamphlet is, but it's very important. I'm sure it's here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe Arthur, he's going to, br- Oh God damn it. Arthur didn't come. Um, <laughs> it's actually inside my pocket. I just don't remember that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I go storm off and um, embarrass myself. Yeah. There, as you, as you're placing your drink orders, there's a couple raised eyebrows and in fact <laughs> franz the the major dromo is, has appeared and he kind of gives a a nod to, yeah. the, to the barman <laughs> that go ahead just i don't want to right right <laughs> i don't want to give him another drink but we're yeah not, we're not there um, yet we're not, we're not at that point of <laughs> exactly of making a scene. I'm sure everyone has a lot of preconceived notions of what Americans are like. And I'm sure I'm <laughs> right. checking all those boxes. Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. I'll so throw that cowboy hat, you'll be good to go. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and it, maybe it's even to the point where like my last circle around the room, I came up to Margaret and the gentleman that's good looking actually had to say, like, I, I think you need to go get some fresh air, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> And I was like, no, I, and then, you know, he's actually sort of getting in between us. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? And then I take off. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, yeah. The rest of the, the evening goes well. Last chance. Last chance. Anyone want to do anything? I'm chill. Now you can hear that. <laughs> uh, Frederick nice. Osberg is is clanging the glass. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do we have ladies? Lady and gentlemen, uh, the auction will begin momentarily. Please make your way to the green room. And the the uh, the string quartet quiets down and the, the, the staff begin to clear up and uh, 
I imagine everybody makes their way into the green room. Time for the auction. All right, so a couple of, I don't know, call them ground rules. Um, so first of all, some of you don't really have any money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it makes it a little bit, a little bit pro problematic. Some of you do. So, I guess the way that we could do this is, if you're going to bid for yourself, right? If you were to look at your on your character sheet, usually on the back, there's a wealth section, right? And there's a spending level, there's a cash level, and there's an asset level. All right. So if you're if you're thinking about how much money do I have to spend on myself to bid, if you're trying to win something yourself, think of your cash level in pounds. And then there's a there's an exchange rate like I don't know it's five to one or ten to one in nineteen twenty I can't remember, but just think like like I'm looking at uh, Lucas Krauss. He's he's got a wealth cash level of forty eight dollars. So Lucas you could bid up to 48 pounds and feel like that's, I can manage that. I can manage that, right? If you're going to go beyond that, then start looking at your assets, right? Like think of assets as your life savings, right? I mean, it's not literally, but in game terms, it's kind of like, you know, oh my God, that's the most wonderful piece of the world and I got to have it and I'm going to empty the bank. Right. That's $1,200 for you. Right. Um, I'm going in the debt to get this thing. Sort of situation. <laughs> now, now someone like William Gast, you know, you're not you're not too bad. I mean, you got a, you got money, you got deep pockets. Somebody like Bernard, Bernard, you're really kind of working off the Smithsonian's dime. Um, and if I had to set any parameters, let's say that let's say that that ahead of time, George. And you kind of arranged it so that you have a budget of like 600 pounds, right? To get through the first, what did I say? Six items before he was going to swoop in and buy some other stuff, right? So basically freely spend up to 600 pounds. If you're going to go beyond that, you might want to talk to George about it before you do it. Okay. Um... Let's see, DeSanta, you're kind of here on your own dime. You're hoping that, you know, you maybe you're going to whisper in Sir Murray's ear, Sir Martin's ear. God, I keep messing up the yeah. name. Uh, Sir Martin's ear about what's going on, what you recognize and what you don't recognize. Um, and yeah, you, uh, you're not really muscle, Benoit, but you're really there to make sure that anything that Colson buys kind of goes down well. You know, like there's no, there's no problems, whatever that may be. I think, I think he intimated that there might be somebody after him or not after him, but he just wanted to make sure that he was protected in case he had ended up with something valuable, didn't want anything, anything bad to go on. Okay. Nothing bad happens. Auction houses though. So exactly. This is the, this is the finest, <laughs> one of the finest auction houses in Europe. What could possibly go wrong? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's kind of like the high level stuff. Uh, any any questions before we 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 get going? Anything no. you, you wonder? Six hundred pounds for the uh, running it up. 
Yeah, that, I mean that's kind of your budget in terms of yeah. your pre-approved amount. I mean, and and you, he kind of signaled though, you know, depending on how things go, you know, he may come back to you and say, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going, or he may mm-hmm. say, all right, we we got this covered, we got this covered. I have a side question. Uh huh. I I imagine Klaus knows he's broke, like in context to other people. Uh-huh. Yeah, Klaus. Yeah. Um, am I able to sit next to Margaret and to like be like, I guess, nudge or artistically comment, be like, "Oh, that's a good. You should like throw in on that or whatnot." Yeah, I mean, you you want to you want to whisper in her ear and yeah, throughout the bed, just be like. on that or something okay yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean she's you got she's she's so pleased to see you yeah you could definitely sit next to her okay all right it is 11 o'clock at night it is time for the auction lady gentlemen welcome to the uh once again to the house of osberg we're so pleased that you could make it here tonight for this this uh, wonderful collection of rare occult antiquities and unusual items from around the world collected from some of the finest houses and provided here tonight as an opportunity for you to collect them yourselves. Uh, Please, please uh, feel free to ask questions. The items will be displayed to you individually. Um, uh, If there's anything that we can do to make your bidding uh, environment and experience better. The House of Osberg is is here to, to serve you uh, to our fullest potential. And with that, we will please turn to lot number one, the Ankh. And out comes a, a, a docent uh, holding a, a display I'll call it a case. It's like an open on three sides. Um, and it's holding this large black ankh. Um, and here Osberg uh, goes into a little bit of detail. Uh, this wonderful item is circle, circa 5050 BC, approximately 23 centimeters tall and 10 centimeters wide across the arms. We believe it to be composed of an alloy of copper and silver bearing untranslated runes and markings about the front. This is also known as the Blood Ankh. Bidding will start at 100 pounds. And the docent kind of looks, kind of shows it around the arc. Da, da, da. Bidding at 100 pounds. Do I hear 100? Our American friend. Thank you, sir. Uh, Mr. Hicks. Mr. Hicks, thank you so much. 100 pounds. Do I hear 110? 110. Uh, Mr. Gast, another American. Wonderful, wonderful. Congratulations. 110. Do I hear 120? 120 for the blood onk. The blood onk. <laughs> You're already in the lead. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Mr. Gast. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Art, you kill me, man. You kill me. <laughs> 120. Do I hear 120? Do I hear 120? Uh, Mr. Hicks, again, 120. Do I hear 130? 130. Ah, oh, Mr. Murray, Sir Murray, Sir Martin, Sir Martin is in at 130. Do I hear 140? 140. Uh-huh. 140 to both gentlemen. We'll give it to... Give it to... <laughs> we'll give it to... Give it to Hollywood. We'll give it to Hollywood. We'll give it to Mr. Mr. Hicks. One, 140. Do I hear 160? 160. 160. Sorry, uh, sorry. Above the table, the guy that just jumped in to get it to 130, was that anybody connected to Margaret? No. No. It is another Englishman, though. Yeah, that was Sir Martin, the... Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm probably not helping. No, 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 no. Once I'm hammered. One sixty, and that was uh, Mr. Hunterprust, uh, the olive com- weird-looking guy. I'll call him that. One sixty. Mm-hmm. Ah, one sixty to Mr. Hunterprust. Do I hear one eighty? One eighty. One eighty. One eighty. Going once. Oh, one eighty to Mr. Guest. Mr. Guest. Thank you, Mr. Gas, for your wonderful bid. Two fifty. Ah, two fifty to Mr. Hunterfest. Two fifty to Mr. Hunterfest. Do I hear two eighty? Two eighty. So, can I just ask above the table? Am I sitting next to any of the group that was in our original party? Did anybody? Are they? Have they just disowned me entirely, or am I sitting next to <laughs> anybody? I'll, I'll sit next. I'll sit next to you. Okay. So I would sort of like lean over and i'm like if you're done trying to move in on margaret <laughs> what should i do mm, i think <laughs> I, you know i'd look at it and i'd look at him and i'd look at the the panoply of of drink bottles around and i'd be like <laughs> three, 340 is is the highest you should go on this that's fair and we were i feel at- like i can yeah. trust you 280, 280 to Mr. Gas, 280 to Mr. Gas. I've lost track myself. 280 to Mr. Gas, 280 to Mr. Gas. 280. Do I hear 300? Do I hear 300? 280 going once. 280 going twice. And sold to Mr. Oh, God, we got to leap in. It. We got to leap in at 300. We got to leap in, Mr. Hicks. Mr. Hicks is in at the gavel for 300. 300. We're down to Mr. Hicks and Mr. Gast. Do I hear 325? 325 pounds. 325. 325. 325. Mr. Gast. Do I hear 350? Do I hear 350? 350. 325 going once. 325 going twice. Sold 325 to Mr. Gast. The blood onk is yours. Congratulations. <clears throat> Wonderful, wonderful, Holly wonderful. Knows. Congratulations. You'll enjoy that item. You'll enjoy that item. 325. You know who won't display. enjoy that item is Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> I live with Margaret. I'm like, Egyptian items, old hat. Too trendy. So trendy. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Up next, lot number two, the manuscript of Beth Iliom. <laughs> Another person and, and what they're doing is they're they're like walking you're in the green room right there's a single door to get into the green room 
that's open. And these, I call them docents, I don't know if that's the right term, but they, they're the ones who are, they, they walk through the door, they show the item, the item's bid on, and then then they go out, right? So the, the items are being brought in from somewhere else. Okay, they're not, they're not in the room except one at a time. Um, all right, and they display it to the, uh, all right, the manuscript uh, in Hebrew. We believe it to be written in circa 1580. The pages are illuminated with the finest gold leaf, leather binding, 426 leaves, minimum bid, 60 pounds. Do I hear 60 pounds? 60 pounds, 60 pounds for this wonderful manuscript. 60 pounds, anybody? Anybody? 60 pounds, Mr. Hicks. 60, do I hear? 80 pounds, 80 pounds, 80 pounds, 80 pounds. I'll so, Margaret, be like the, when the I, library. Yeah, and while, so while they're doing that, I'm actually trying to wave to catch a Mr. Osberg's attention, but maybe it gets put in as a bid by accident. <laughs> 80 I need pounds, to speak to Mr. Osberg. 80 pounds to Mr. Gast. <laughs> Mr. Gast, congratulations, Mr. Gast. Do I hear 100 pounds? Do I hear 100 pounds? Oh, Monsieur Borsavin, Borsavin, Monsieur Borsavin at a hundred pounds. And this is somebody you guys didn't talk to, a uh, middle-aged gentleman, apparently French. Okay. Do, do I hear 120, 120, 100, there's fine manuscript. 120 to Mr. Hicks. Mr. Hicks, congratulations, you're in the lead right now. Do I hear 150, 150? Can I do it? I think I would. I'd lean in to uh, to Gast again. I'd say, <laughs> "You're bidding. You're bidding against the Smithsonian, Mister Gast. Think about the reputation." <laughs> one fifty to Mister Gast. One fifty to Mister Gast. Do I hear one sixty? One sixty? One sixty? Oh, one sixty to Count Nikolai. Not Count Nikolai. You are in the lead, sir. You are in the lead. 160, 160. Do I hear 180 for this fine manuscript? One, 180 to Mr. Hicks. 180 to Mr. Hicks. Do I hear 200? 200 pounds. 200, two, count Nikolai at 200. Count Nikolai at 200. Do I hear 220? 220, 220, 220, 220 to Mr. Gast. <laughs> Mr. Gast, bottomless bottom pockets. Do I hear 250, 250, 250, 250 to Mr. Walker, Mr. Walker, first bit of the night, first bit of the night, 250, 250 for the wonderful manuscript. Do I hear 260, 260, 260, 250 going once, 250 twice to Mr. Walker, sold. 260 to George Walker for the manuscript. And so as the 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 transition from one object to the other, the, the golf claps and all the, uh, yeah, I try and again flag down Mr. Osberg of the uh who runs the auction house. Um uh, yes. I don't know if he's available. For... Yes, Mr. Gast. Uh, question. Yeah, two things. First of all, um I, I could use a refill. But the second of all, I Your seem server to server will be spent, around, Mr. Gast, I assure you. That's fantastic. I don't I just don't I don't know the server, but I know you. But I <laughs> I seem to have spent my what I have on me on that first item. Am I able to establish a line of credit um based on my father's assets? 
Yes, yes. Your your credentials um, do extend me a line check. of credit. You might remember we we established a line of credit yesterday. You you are okay. We don't like to talk about these matters Great. right now. If you'd like to talk later, we're glad to go over. But Great. Assured things are in order. Perfect. I'm saying this very probably louder than I intend to. Um, yes. So. Yes. Thank thank you, Mr. Gast. Lot number three. <clears throat> A wonderful collection of a magician's Cossack, uh, a hickory wand, and oh my god, what is that? An athme, which I forgot. That is. I think it's how it's pronounced. What is it? What is that? A theme. A theme. Uh, it's like a channeling device, if I recall. Oh, right? okay. Of course. Ceremonial blade. Ceremonial blade. That's what they are. Ah. Thank you, Mr. Kraus. Herr Kraus, thank you. Thank you for the explanation. I am I am but a novice in these things. I'm, I'm a mere mere runner of the, the one of the best auction houses in Europe. All right. Uh, 19th century. Uh, the Cossack is embroidered with various signs of ceremonial magic. The wand is made of the finest hickory carved with astrological signs. And the athame, would you say? Fame. A fame is inlaid with bronze with silver designs, 30 centimeters long and double edged. Minimum bid, 40 pounds. 40 pounds sterling, 40 pounds sterling. Who do I hear? At 40 pounds sterling. Thank you, Mr. Hicks. Once again, leading us off strong at 40 pounds. Do I hear 60 pounds? 60 pounds. <gasps> Lady Margaret, thank you. Lady Margaret at 60 pounds. Do I hear 80 pounds? 80 pounds. Ah. Mr. Cesarin. Mr. Cesarin at 100 pounds. Thank you. Thank you. And he was the quiet guy at the table. Cesarin, you said. Cesarin, yes. Okay. Uh, I forget where it's at. 100 pounds. Let's make it 125. Who's in at 125 sterling? Mr. Gast, once again, 125, that strong letter of credit. Do I hear 150? 150 pounds for this magnificent collection. Mr. Hicks, once again, 160, 160, 175. Who's in it? 175. Who's in it? One. Mr. Coulson, thank you, Mr. Coulson at 175. Do I hear 190? Do I hear 190? Do I hear 190? Mr. Gast, Mr. Gast at 190. Who's in at 200? 225. Mr. Hunter passed. Mr. Hunter passed in at 225 pounds. Do I hear 250? Do I hear 250? Do I hear 250? Do I hear 250? 225 going once. 250 to Mr. Gas. 250, our American friend. Making it difficult for other bidders, but it's not too late. Who's in it? 275. Who's it? 275 then. I see. Please. I don't know why I've made started making his voice like this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Who's in it? Darling. I'm in it 275. No. Fine. <laughs> I don't I don't sound Austrian at all. Um 275, Mr. Hunterpass. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Hunterpast. Lady Margaret. Lady Margaret, are you in at 300? Are you in at 300? Lady Margaret, not in. 
275 to Mr. Hundred Pass going once. Do I hear 300? 275 twice. Sold at 275 to Mr. Hunter Past. No, in Margaret, like money's saved. You can get that sort of thing in any gypsy wagon west of Czechoslovakia. Uh, Lucas, you are so wise. You're so wise. Ah, oh, but I wanted it so dearly. It's like plenty of lots to go. Margaret, you want me to see if I can get it for you? <laughs> they sort of lean around the <laughs> I'm good Stand uh, up for the <laughs> William was it was it William oh god this is so humiliating <laughs> <laughs> we are ready that's for... my internal monologue getting ladies and outside. gentlemen we are ready for lot number four an exquisite item from the USA circa 1900 I give to you I show to you the hand of glory. And a woman walks out in a display case, sitting on a small pillow, is a, a hand stretched out. Ladies, lady, gentlemen, this is a preserved left hand of a human, marked overall with mystic designs. And each finger is supporting a candle reportedly made of rendered human fat. Chilling. Minimum bid? $20. Do I hear $20 sterling? Ah, Herr Klaus is in at $20. Do I hear $40 or 20 pounds? Do I hear 40 pounds? Mr. Hicks at 40 pounds. Do I hear 60 pounds? 60 pounds? 60 pounds for the hand of glory. Who else is in at 60 pounds? Lady Jameson. Lady Margaret Jameson is in at 60. Do I hear 80 pounds? 80 pounds. Who's in at 80 pounds? Hey, uh, Mr. Gast. Mr. Gast, 80 pounds. Do I hear, hear 100? Mr. Walker in at 100 pounds. Mr. Walker in at 100 pounds. Do I hear 125? 125? 125? Thank you, Mr. Coulson. Thank you, Mr. Coulson. In it at 125. 125 pounds. Do I hear 150? 150. For, Reportedly, may I remind you, reportedly made of rendered human fat are the candles. The hand, allegedly from a criminal. I'm heard, I'm going off book here. The hand of a criminal. An exquisite item, do I hear? 150, 150 pounds, 150 pounds. Thank you, Mr. Hicks. Thank you, Mr. Hicks. Do I hear 175, 175? Mr. Coulson in at 175. Do I hear 190, 190, 190? Thank you, Mr. Gast at 190. Let's pick it up. <gasps> Lady Margaret in, 225. Lady Margaret in at 225 pounds. Wonderful, wonderfully done. Do I hear 250? Do I hear 250? 250, Mr. Gast. Mr. Gast, 250 outbidding Lady, Lady Margaret. I'm sure there's nothing going on there. 250, do I hear 275? Do I hear 275? 275 to Mr. Gast. 275 to Mr. Gast going once, going twice. 275 to Mr. Gast. Let's give him a hand. Let's <laughs> see what I. <laughs> so, so, all right, the That's hand right, of glory. Do you remember yours. me now? Fantastic, fantastic. All right, lot number five, please. Lot number five. And uh, 
Osberg is talking to one of the the assistants who who walks out. So above the table, mm-hmm. I'm remembering. Um, Rodrigo told me to bid on number nine, but because my head's a total fog, I remember it as five. So <laughs> in my head, this is the one Rodrigo said you gotta. This is the one, baby. So uh, okay. We're off to a fine start tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for your patronage. The House of Osberg is is so pleased to be your your house of choice for such an important auction. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, how about some hors d'oeuvres? Did everybody enjoy their meal? Uh, Franz, Franz, hors d'oeuvres for our guests, please, please. Uh, or, or coffee, anybody? The finest Vienna coffee. Would anybody like some coffee? No, <laughs> raisin. Yes, please. Uh, one, two. Yeah, round of coffee for for everybody. Where is she? Hmm. I think I would lean forward and because I'm imagining Colson's in front of me, and I'd whisper to him, "What are you trying to bid on?" Oh, I've got my eye on something wonderful. I think it's lot seven. It's supposed to be a sword. And can I do a listen check to try and eavesdrop? Like, cause I've got a beef with this guy. With Colson? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he's after, I want (laughs) to jam him up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So my listen is a 20. So I'm hoping this goes poorly. (laughs) I rolled a 21. So I miss it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to spend luck. Uh, I'm going to spend. You can Sorry. also push it. You can also push it if you want to. So you can just get a reroll. But if you fail this one, you yeah, have to fail it, right? Well, Actually, also, you know what? Like, there's a complication if you fail it again. Yeah, I like that better. I'd rather have a complication. Than yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so I mean, so you're not quite in earshot. What are you going to do to 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 make you, it better? So whoever's sitting next to me, I'm just going to be like, you know, hey, lean, lean forward a little bit. And I'm going to try and get around him. But it's it's absolutely imperative because, you know, I'm going to walk away tonight with my dignity intact. I don't know if anybody knows that. But um, so I don't want I don't want to come across as desperate to Margaret. So I I, I um I sort of awkwardly try and careen around whoever this person is. And so the person's like, the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, you know, um, so. I rolled a 78. Um, so, it so is maybe, me sitting next to you. What's that? Oh, it, it was you sitting next to me, right? Next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe I'm sort of like leaning and also I, I come out of the chair a little bit and it goes like back and, and I'm like. Yeah. Colson goes quiet. He kind of gives you a look as if. Your, your, your social and, standing um, has fallen. <laughs> yeah. And, and now I'm realizing like, I don't think it's going to happen with Margaret. I think this is the moment where it's finally sort of, I, I just realized how badly I blew it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and at that point, so the, the coffee arrives. Um, now where, what's taking her so long? 
So, uh, everybody enjoying their stay in Vienna? Yeah. Good. Yes. Good. Good. I, Lady Margaret, I know that you enjoy your. And there's another assistant there, and he, a male assistant. And he goes, "Will you? Will you? You guys can kind of hear this. Will you go check on her? Go see what she's up to." It'll. We'll be on to lot number five in just a moment. Just a moment. Now, like, just ladies and gentlemen. Physically dismiss myself to go over to the smoker corner because I'm like, all right, this coffee's not going right now. (laughs) Go be a hipster in this corner, real quick. Just. (laughs) Oh, and is there anything like. Yeah, I'm standing. I'm just going to stand in the corner and I will actually, while I'm doing it, like, see if there's anything weird else besides the fact this chick's not showing up with our coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Oh! You hear a blood-curling scream coming from out in the hall. And... Oh. Startled. Air Osberg is startled. And he he turns and he, he runs out the door. Everybody give me a pow roll. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> ourselves a half or a success i fail 95 regular success mm-hmm. regular success i got a half at a 40 roll to 20 okay everybody who passed I which i think is everybody but rodrigo uh you you muster the intestinal fortitude if you're interested you can exit the room as well rodrigo yeah, I'll go check. And and most yep. everybody else, uh, uh, the other patrons are kind of glued. What was that? Oh my God! Oh, Lady Margaret! Oh, what was that? Lucas! Oh my gosh! Are we safe? So everybody but uh, DeSanta can can head out to the hallway if you're interested. Yep, I would go. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um. So if you remember our map. Um, you exit the green room and to the, for those of you who exit the door there uh, off to your right as you're exiting uh, is what appears to be or what you knew to be I think you guys kind of did a little tour didn't you yeah, it's, yeah. it was one of the prep rooms it was the green prep room and you see uh, Herr Osberg uh, kneeling at the open door uh, of the room, of the, the prep room. And on the floor beside him is a body. A motionless body. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's another employee or two kind of <gasps> gasping. I think I'd, I'd, I've got some first aid. I'd, I'd go up and check on the body, see what's okay. going on. You know. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, your, it's, your the, skills. it's the it's <laughs> the yeah. it's the male uh, assistant that he sent second, I guess I should say. Uh, so give me give me a first aid roll. You can check out the body. Uh, it's a body. That's what I see. <laughs> That's all you know. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's motionless. It doesn't appear to be harmed. Osberg says, I think he fainted. I, uh, I, I turn to uh, uh, Gas. Gas, bring, bring your, one of your mini bottles of champagne and we'll splash it on her, this guy's face. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I grab one off the bar and uh, yeah. sort of pop it on my way open. It goes, bunk, and it, you know, sails up to the ceiling and I, you know, I just hand it off. Mm-hmm. And I'll splash it on their face and, you know, psh, 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 psh. Okay. Smack him on the. He stirs a little bit. <laughs> Your first aid is amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what we're here for. I guess it's first aid. I mean, it's not necessarily best aid. It's first aid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's 1925. So it's this, like this guy's going to stand up. I'm going to give him a cigarette. And, it's your first yeah. try. Yeah. yeah. Here's a shot and a cigarette, buddy. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Uh, Lucas, Adam, boys. Lucas Bernard, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to get as close as I can without being too close. And the door is open, right? He's sort of like in the open door of the green room prep. Uh, more in the, the landing area where the, I mean, he's towards mm-hmm. the door. Uh, he's outside of the, the room. I'm slowly approaching the body and I'm going to spot hidden. And I got a 14, Ooh. which is a success. What is that? It is a, a half. It, what are you? I mean, what are you looking for? What are you doing? I don't I'm looking for any uh, anything suspicious around the body mm-hmm. that says why he may have fainted or mm-hmm. got okay. knocked on the head. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It doesn't take you long to peer into the room itself, um, and the room is in shambles. Uh, oh, the furniture is destroyed. Uh, the <laughs> Articles that were in there from the auction are strewn about the floor. And uh, yeah, you see another body in the room. Another body. Mm -hmm. I would make my way over to the other body. Okay. Uh, Yeah, this is the body of the first assistant. She is torn limb from limb uh, and scattered about the room. There's an arm over here. There's a leg over here. Uh, you recognize that large chunks of flesh and meat from the body are torn away. Um, give me a sanity I'm check. That's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I got a 16. All right. So you are able to, I don't know, maintain your, your composure. Anybody else who's <sighs> out in there looking, uh, give me a sanity check as well. It's up to you. I love making sanity checks. Yeah, you know what? Oh, dude, I've got such a good sanity, too. Uh, I nope. fail. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I'll, I'll burn some luck to pass. You can't burn, you can't spend rolling. luck on sanity rolls. You can only yeah. spend them on skill rolls. Then, I, then if, I fail. If you fail your sanity roll, does it erode your sanity number? Yeah. It does, gonna, right? Yep, we're going to get to that right now. All right, so Lucas, how did you do? Did you were you looking? I'm chill. You're chill. Okay. Uh, William Gast, you lose one point of sanity. All right. 
too drunk to care. We get I up, guess. <laughs> a little numb. We get up to some weird shit in the art house. So exactly. I'm good to go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and Benoit, you lose four points of sanity. And I need all four of you to make con checks. Yeah. Oh, okay. This body probably smells. Oof, I blow that. Yeah, I blew that too. I was a half success. All right. Anybody who fails proceeds to vomit. I wanted to try to push it. Uh, Okay, sure. Can I? Uh, Can you push? I think, yeah, you can't spend luck on it. You can push push your other rolls, though. All right. I crush it then on the push. All right. You you swallow the bile that's forming in your throat. Just like... Can I do a charm roll to see if I nonchalantly grab, like, you know, I grab the champagne to hand it off to the guy. I sort of grab the champagne bucket and almost without anybody looking, kind of barf into the <laughs> into the champagne bucket. Uh, uh, sure. I mean, I don't know if you want to charm, charm your way into that. I, li- I like it. Uh, so that's fine. I don't know if that's the right skill, but yeah, so I'm trying to be like, like, this isn't the first time I've puked in public is what I'm sort of clearly yeah. trying to get at mm-hmm. um so let me see uh yeah i sort of managed to you know do a quick and then put it down and hopefully not too many people see me yeah you're like okay. the point guard of puking in public <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment you hear erosberg vomiting from oh my dear lord janice what happened to janice that's so good All right, so this this green room, this preparation room is, like I said, in shambles. Furniture is, is strewn everywhere, body parts everywhere, blood everywhere. Um, let's let's give uh, DeSanta a moment. You know, at this point, maybe there's enough commotion outside that people are like, "Oh my God, what's happening? What's happening?" DeSanta, what are you up to? Pete, you're, 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 you're mute. How many people uh, actually exited the room? Just the the four other members of your party, the other PCs. So the other, All right. was that nine people are, are there? So I, I'm sure that there's someone, you know, it's sort of freaking out a little bit, you know, around me and... And so um, I try to comfort them, uh, but then I realize that you know, oh, what you know, where where are the people that I've been hanging with? Uh, and so uh, yeah, I said, oh, I, I should go check and see, you know, what what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'll exit out. Okay, okay, you exit the room, and yeah, yeah you you <clears throat> you see that people are inside the green room. You see the 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 male uh, assistant is kind of leaned up against the wall. He's kind of drying his face off of something. He's got a bottle of yeah. champagne on the floor next to him. Um, <laughs> What's wrong? What have you seen? <laughs> oh my God. It, it's in there. Oh, He's like, I don't know what I saw. I don't know what I saw. I don't know. He's in some sort of stupor or daze. Oh, and, and where did Sir Martin go? Is he still uh, in the big still room? In the room? Yeah. All right, he's still in the auction room. 
So then I would, so even though I'm and I, not quite muscle, but also kind of his wingman, so I, I feel obligated to sort of investigate, to report to him. Okay. You know, so I, I try to put, put my head in to, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you, you see the rest of the party in there. You see a dismembered body with pieces strewn all about. Go ahead, give me a sanity check. Uh... 33 out of 50, so pass. You're, you're fine. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, you guys are in this room. Uh, what would you like to do? Osberg is in there with you. He's kind of, he's stunned. He doesn't quite know what to make of things. Well, I, I'm going to do the, the the typical, you know, clueless, because, of course, you guys wouldn't know. But I'm like, what, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> as if you guys knew I think like, huh? we I think I think I would assume that somebody's broken in trying to to steal the the stuff you know these these artifacts mm. I I'd, I'd grab uh fawns or 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 frans and you know shake it and be like snap out of it let's let's we need to take an inventory and see what's been what's been taken and and somebody needs to call the the authorities on this you know and you I'm said sure, the... you know go ahead go ahead sorry no no, no go ahead it. well i was gonna say uh are the pieces the body pieces spread out in any kind of a manner that you know again from an occult standpoint like does it look like some sort of ritual or just was it just like it's just like sort of random spatter you know Freddy Krueger style or yeah strewn about strewn about okay um, so certainly doesn't look like the work of a cultist of some sort yeah it's certainly, yeah I was wondering certainly not organized could I do like a spot um spot hidden to see if like I see like did somebody come in did somebody go out like is there like some obvious like footprints in the blood kind of thing is they you know somewhere they might have gone yeah, yeah. Uh, no role necessary. Um, oh, okay. A a trail of blood leads to a dumb waiter that's in the corner, and I think on the map it's a little X in a box. Uh, just in the corner there, there's a there's a dumb waiter that's got its its doors closed. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else can I tell you about the room? Uh, Yeah, it, it as as you're as you're kind of in there for a, a number of moments now. There's definitely a sickly sweet smell hanging in the room, like it's it's not rotting. I mean, there's a little bit of sweetness to it, but it is kind of a sickly this dichotomy, uh, this smell, um, very unusual. Um, we mentioned the trail of blood. Is the sword in there? You said all the items are kind of strewn about the room. Is the sword in there? And does the body look like it was cut with the sword, like arm mm, yeah. limb cut off? Um, Good call. So, uh, Bernard, give me a spot hidden roll. Uh, 57. That's a fail. All right. 
Now give me an idea roll. 94. 94. <laughs> Don't uh, forget you can push wait. it if you want to. <laughs> can I push it? Sure. Sure. What are you going to do? Are you gonna, how are you going to try harder? Or what are you going to do to make it give yourself another shot? You've been, you're looking at the, you're checking out the body. Yeah. Um, it's the woman, right? Yeah. What's left? Of I'm going to examine, I'm going to examine the wound closely. Okay. Maybe, maybe poke at it, prod at it. Yeah. Like lift, lift the torn fabric uh -huh. to see if the flesh is torn or cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the risk here is that if, if, if you fail, Osberg will probably see you and cause a little bit I, of a social incident because of, uh, I got a 33. I'm good. Okay. Nice. Um, it's such a good mechanic in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mentioned the, the body is torn up strewn about. You can't, you, you've got the sense that there's not an entire body here. There's, there are pieces that are missing. If you were to mm. add up all the pieces that were, were strewn about there, there are some pieces missing. Um, especially muscle slabs from the thighs and torso. Uh, the internal organs Lifting appear to all be skirt. present. What was that? Lifting the skirt. Saying, <laughs> uh -huh. uh, yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Parts. Uh, if, if anything, you asked about the sword. If anything, the body appears to have been clawed and nod. Oh, thank God. Then the sword's still good. <laughs> yeah. And, and in fact, you, you do see that, uh, the, the auction items, I mean, you see something, you see the sword is around. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you know what I, you know, I, um, I fenced at Exeter. And so, I'm going to pick up that sword and I'm going to walk over to that dumbwaiter and I'm going to take the pocket square out of my tux mm -hmm. and I'm going to sort of start to lift the dumbwaiter with the sword, mm -hmm. you know, just sort of very gingerly. Um, yeah. So as, as it appears that you are going to pick up the sword, uh, Osberg runs up and, and shakes himself out of his stupor in revulsion and, Mr. Gas, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The items are not to be touched. Oh, no, no. I'm just going to, I'm just, because again, I'm still half in the bag. I'm just going to go check out the dumbwaiter. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Perfect. And so I'll go check out the dumbwaiter. Franz, Franz, please come here. And he waves <laughs> in the major domo. And, uh, right. Yeah. I like okay. It. And then they... he, he stops you from, from touching the sword. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he tries to stop you. I, I don't know if you're. Gonna yeah, I can't really put up too much of a fight. I, the things I could try are like charm, fast talk, kind of stuff. <laughs> uh -huh. Um, but I'll Oops. yeah, I'll just cave. Mm -hmm. Uh, Monsignor Osberg is the only telephone in your office in the building. Uh, no, we have telephones at every floor. The, okay. the the police uh, have been summoned. They okay, will, they will be here shortly. To clarify, all the items that are in the brochure are here. Would you like to check? Yes. <laughs> How 
Osper goes, yes, yes, we must check. Is anything missing? Yeah, I'll pull the panel out of my coat even and be like, let's see. Do I need to roll anything for this? Sure, give me either a spot hidden or an idea roll. Let's do spot hidden because I am great at the details. Oh, we're going to push this. Um, yeah, things so, are really... The room is trashed. I mean, it's hard to put everything yeah, together. Like, yeah. But it's, like, I can do this as like artists where I like, I'm like, all right, let's cut out the red. It is <laughs> everywhere. Uh-huh. And realign mm. the visual state of this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Woo! That's going to be a... Like... Fifth, it's like really good success, whatever that's okay. called. Like it's extreme, fifth. extreme success. Okay. Extreme. extreme uh, success. The head, the head is missing. Like my mind palace. <laughs> the head is missing. Lot number nine, the riveted brass head, is the one item Ooh. that that you cannot find. That is why I asked because I was like, that shit's gonna be missing if anything is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just like I immediately said like head's missing. Franz. Yes. No head. Uh, are, you, are you letting Osberg uh, know? Yeah, I just like walk up to him like. Okay. Oh my dear. No head. Oh my dear. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. This is tor- This is horrible. This is horrible. Uh, I I knew that this was a risky endeavor. I knew this. Uh, this was going to catch up with us sometime. These, these people are. These people are not to be trusted sometimes. <sighs> I go, what people? <laughs> These are all items for eccentrics like ourselves. He kind of he kind of nods to the other room. Yeah, eccentrics is not it's not the least of it, but uh, he looks around. <sighs> you would do me the greatest greatest service if you could solve this mystery. Uh, we have done background checks on all of you and you seem harmless enough, but I don't know that I can trust everybody in the other room. Can I can I count on your cooperation and your your keen intellect and look in the the head must be recovered. Everything must be solved. Poor Janice must be did I say Janice earlier? I can't remember. Poor Janice must be uh must be uh uh not avenged, but well, we must find her killer. And there's it's all PCs in the room right now. No NPCs. Yeah. Yeah, PC, everybody, yeah. PCs in Osberg, even Franz, the major domo, has left to go do something. He's out helping the, the, the male assistant who's, who passed out <clears throat> earlier. Oh, this is horrible. I, I desperately need your help. I'll, like, I'll just go, ja, ja. Yeah, like, and walk over to the oh, Hollywood. I apologize. Your character's name is. Oh, um, and I just drew a blank. Bernard. 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 Yeah, I'll start to walk over to Bernard to mention because he's like the only one of the person who seems like to be Sherlocking it up at mm-hmm. the moment. <laughs> Indeed, I will help. Oh, yes, we must find. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. I... I, I only ask that you ask act quickly. The police will be here soon, and you must do as much as you can before they arrive. I'm sure they're they'll be nosy. And I'm like, yeah, police bad. 
<laughs> so Gast didn't actually open the uh, dumbwaiter. Didn't get to that, no. No. So I would head in that direction. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I would like to open it. Yeah. Or I would actually look at Gast and say, you were going to open this, yes? You're goddamn right. Uh, and then I sort of American up to the dumbwaiter. And, um, but again, with the pocket square. And uh, just sort of... Okay. Raise it up slowly. If, What's that? If there was a tumbleweed in Austria, <laughs> it would blow by right now. Right. So yeah, so I sort of lean back and I'm just very... Stealthy is not the right word, but gingerly, you know, slowly. So if the tentacle comes swiping out at me, it's, you know, I don't just float, uh, fling it open. Okay. Yeah. 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 You open the door to the dumb waiter and it's a dark shaft heading down uh, about 30 feet. And I guess, first of all, there's, there's a, a, a power button to call the dumb, dumb waiter and it okay. appears to be at a lower level right now. Like if you, if you want to look into it, you're going to have to call it up. Yeah. So the first thing I do is I take, you know, the, the 24 karat gold lighter out of my breast pocket that I use to light the cigarettes of beautiful women. And I sort of flick it and sort of try and, you know, get an mm -hmm. idea if I can see anything before I call the dumb waiter. Uh, yeah, uh, nothing. I mean, it, it's a, a shaft that there's nothing in it. There's no nothing. In you. you should just see the the power ropes that would pull right. it up and down. Yeah. And then I just sort of turn back to uh, Bernard and I'm like, what do you think? And I'm sort of pointing at the power button. I would I would hit it. Yeah. And then I just sort of give it a punch. And uh, sort of take a step back. Dumbwaiter's coming up. I'll hand Gast that same bottle of champagne. I'll be like, here, hit whatever comes out of that with, with this. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm ready. The, dumb, the dumbwaiter comes up. It stops. Uh, it's about 30 cubic feet in capacity. Hmm. And might That's carry uh, a man, possibly two. Um, for such a short distance and the interior of it is stained with bloody footprints and handprints possibly claw prints of some kind but it is otherwise empty and that sickly sweet smell that you detected earlier is even stronger from coming from inside of the dumbwaiter Sorry, just to confirm. Dear Lord, what is that? What happened there? We're on the top floor, right? So it came from below upwards. Yeah. And okay, it wasn't it wasn't able to come down. Okay, so yeah, it came yeah, okay, it, cool. it came from, and the distance that you saw in the shaft, it almost certainly came from the basement. Okay. What's yeah. down there? I is there a, like the what's the guy's name? Uh, Osberg, Herr Osberg. Oh, yeah. What would be down there? Kitchen area? Because I'm thinking the dumb raiders are all obviously associated with the kitchens, right? 
Oh no, the, those are the vaults where we store the vaults where we store the oh. items. Maybe uh, we no. should go down there. Maybe there's something down there going on. If we see the trail go down, we must. If we go there, we must hurry. Who's with me? I'm down. Yeah, I'll go. I'm in. I and, um... grab the sword. <laughs> you said that only two people could fit in the dumb waiter. One, possibly two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question on the in this hall? Are there, are there any ceremonial swords? Any ceremonial anything's hanging on the wall that we could grab and start? Uh, that one arming ourselves. I didn't know if it was that the kind of thing that might have like the cross swords as a display. <laughs> um, is it that kind of museum? But they're stuck together, and you got to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's an auction house. It's not really a museum. It's an auction house. Where's the armory? (laughs) (laughs) Where are the guns at? We keep the submachine guns in in the yellow room. When is that auction? Yeah. (laughs) Because there's going to be a Shoggoth at the bottom of this elevator. You're in luck. (laughs) We're having a firearms auction. Exactly. Tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, No, unfortunately, not at this point okay um so on then the, oh sorry go ahead hollywood on the first floor uh the stairs in the foyer do they go to the basement no those are the stairs to the second floor gotcha um, yeah, the, yeah the stairs that you're probably looking for are on up by the offices okay so i would say uh to Habsburg, um we should all head to the basement via the yes. stairs. This is dangerous. Don't get do it. Yeah. All right. He, and and he, then I look at Jeff and I say, maybe you should get in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Os- Osberg arranges for Franz, the major domo, to, to take you to the basement. I'm, I'm going to stay behind and take care of the guests, the other, the other patrons. And, uh, uh, I'll try to delay the police, but I don't know how long I, I can do it. Franz, hurry. Franz. Uh, of course, sir, of course. Gentlemen, follow me. Do, 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 do. You guys make your way down the stairs, and perhaps you notice people, the other patrons are kind of looking from the green room out as you're scurrying about. Um, and, yeah, you make uh, your way to the basement. And it's a wonderful basement. Uh, is there another map we need to open up? Yeah, I was going to say, go ahead and Ooh. open up. I think there's another thing I sent you guys, right? Number um, two? Yeah, number is it two. Number two? Number yeah. Two. Nice. Um, is that in the Evernote? Because I only have map number one on me. I don't know where they were. Uh, I, I don't know. A different one. Let's Let see. me check the desk real quick. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's that's some tough tape, man. Ah, yes. So this is a weird question. Do they have like I know they're they're an auction house, so they must deal with at some point some expensive items. Uh-huh. Do they have any security at all? Do they have any kind of security? Where's the goddamn armory? Um, do they have um <laughs> Do they have anything that they use uh, or anything going on? Do they have people that are sort of trained 
in some way? Uh, look. Do you know who I don't want to hear questions. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, it's the booze talking. I'm yeah, just talking I mean, nonsense. I mean, really, it's... Okay, so let's, let's do it this way. You, you make it to the basement, and mm-hmm. Franz explains that there are four vaults and these are highly secure locked vaults and so the items themselves are stored here until it's time for auction right so you know everybody's kind of security uh and maybe there's a couple maybe there's a couple guys you've noticed lingering around that maybe look a little tougher but i'm making that up on the spot so uh okay yeah yeah. But the the their security is is sort of like they they have just really good um protection from their storage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We should have grabbed the Russian officer. I'm sure he's got some kind of ceremonial sword or something on him. <laughs> Especially if he's a white. Yeah. <laughs> uh now look. Okay, so you make it to the basement, and Klaus takes you to the green room vault, where the dumbwaiter certainly came from, uh, that you guys saw. Um, let's see, you open it up, open he, or he unlocks the vault or opens the vault for you, and almost immediately you discover that one wall of the green room vault has collapsed. Um, when you say collapsed, is it like there's just a big old hole punched through or just like, well, it actually appears that there was a tunnel there and the tunnel itself has collapsed. Um, yay. I see from Hollywood's print what's going down. Yeah. Um, there are some large jacks that are still in place and are pushing apart um the iron reinforcement wall uh, rods of the concrete right um so think think of like there's a big hole uh it has um like partially collapsed but there were jacks that appear to have been holding it open before at some point um and there's quite a fair amount of fresh dirt uh around the opening Does anything smell off or weird or different? Yeah, I think there's some of that that sickly sweet smell is about. Okay. Yeah. Do any of us, having been in the war, does anybody recognize, is that the normal smell we would expect to smell from like a hospital tent or is there something else that's like, that's not what blood smells like or something's a little different there? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Is that a, something I should be rolling? Um, uh, you got first aid? I have, yeah, I have a little first aid. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Let me see what happens. Okay, cool. Yeah, my first aid is a 30. I rolled a 20. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll call it um, not, not as strong as true decay. Um, you know, of flesh. Um, but 
headed in that direction. Hmm. And uh, is in this room, is there anything that looks like we could grab it as a potential weapon? Jack handle? Uh, if you'd like, uh, sure, I'll get, I, you can do that. The, I will say that the tunnel is collapsed in a way that you would expect it to take uh, a few hours to dig to uh, dig through to get through to the the actual what you suspect is a tunnel. Hmm. All right. Oh, it's it's pretty. So it's not just it. All right. It's a it's a collapsed tunnel that was gotcha. Appeared to be previously open. Um. Are there uh, are the bloody footprints? Do they come into this room? And do they go anywhere else down here? Good question. Uh. Yeah. Maybe. Coming out of the the dumb wa uh, waiter door, you see a, mm -hmm. a, a little bit more of uh, the uh, bloody footprints. Give me a give me a spot hidden, sure. Uh, it's an eighty-seven, so no dice there. Yeah. Um, don't want to push it. Yes, always push. Uh, yeah, always, always push it. So, <laughs> um. And I have to remind. I need to give you. What do you need for if I fail this? Yeah, give me some justification of what you're doing. Like, why should I let? Uh, you know, almost kind of like, why should sure, I? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, that was a part of the so, rules too. Yeah, so I'll I'll be. You know, I've spent a lot of time in the wilderness. Um, maybe it's not. Maybe it wouldn't be a spot hidden as much as a track. Um, but I'll. You know, I'll. I'll Trying to think how how to word this because I don't do this kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I guess I'd be you know I'll get down there and fucking taste the taste the blood or whatever. They're like, mm, this is you know it's it's going east. You know they're ten feet ahead of us. You know there's thirty of them. You know that kind of thing. Okay, uh, I'm doing a really good job convincing you, aren't I? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, still no dice. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 take in a um uh a, a strong strong whiff of that sickly sweet smell because you get a little too close to things, and mm -hmm. uh, it makes you nauseous for a moment. And uh, uh, from that, I'll take that in consideration. Should anything happen in your <laughs> term, <Good deal. laughs> it's gonna take you a while to overcome that. <laughs> All right. Um, like a vomit at the wrong time situation. Yeah, yeah. Franz, uh, who's been kind of in, be like at the entrance to the vault uh, after he let you guys in and you guys were investigating, he goes, ah, "The police are here. Your police are here. Yeah. Come with me. Come with me. I must lock the vault." Aren't the police going to want to get into the vault? Uh, but we don't want them to know you were here first. Uh, right. Yes. Mm. Of course, of course. 
We're leaving our footprints all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 1920s Austrian police. We, we found your you. fingerprints in the room. You're arrested. No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, using prints. So you guys make the, your way back upstairs. And yes, a, a couple of uh, Austrian patrolmen um, have arrived. And they start taking names and statements from the, the wit, uh, witnesses. Um, and it actually takes them a fair amount of time uh, to go through with everybody. Um, and ultimately, a, a pair of police inspectors arrive about a half hour later after the patrolmen. And clearly, these guys think they're in charge, like, and they don't have a problem letting everybody know it. Um, they appear to be pompous and self-important. You know, they're kind of leaning, leaning into things of these manly poses, scratching their chins, trying to see what's going on. Uh, and again, they they take statements from everybody, um, and they tell you, the five of you, uh, not to leave town. And one of them comes up to you, Lucas, and says, uh, you're the German, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, uh, where are you staying? What hotel? I can't remember which one, but you tell them what hotel you're staying in. Ah. It was the budget one. The budget hotel. Naturally. Naturally. Um. And did you bid on any auctions tonight? Sorry, like when you say bid, is it like winning bid or just did I bid? Did you I bid technically did bid. He's asking you if you if you if you bid at I go, all. Yeah. I see. I see. And uh, what about you, my Latin friend? Did you bid on anything tonight? <laughs> no. I'm a interested observer. No bids, eh? I see. He writes down a note mm. in his notepad. And uh, you, you're the uh, the American Museum curator. Yes. Yes. Strange. I wouldn't expect someone of your statue or lack thereof to be here at this prestigious event. Uh, how did you gain access to this this auction? Well. I, I was invited, of course. Invited? We, we all were. I see. Likely story. <laughs> and he approaches William Gast. <clears throat> I'm in Austria or am I in New York? What's going on here? <laughs> Are you okay, sir? <laughs> yeah, you know, all things considered, yeah. How are you? And solo tactic. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you see? Tonight? Probably have. Well, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw that gentleman over there moving in on that woman over there who we go way back. And, um, <laughs> and I think he was being a little, I don't think he was being much of a gentleman. Uh, to be honest with you, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Uh, and I feel like she was just being polite. Um, oh, you mean that? Yeah. Uh, so there, um, obviously, we've got the dismembered, this poor soul. And um, I looked in that dumbwaiter and uh, it's covered in the same stuff. All of it. Um, and uh, yeah, and the dumbwaiter seemed to be from the basement there. You might want to take a look at it. There might have been footprints um, and uh, some some weird marks that I honestly can't say I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I just looked in the dumbwaiter. Okay, I see. So you're a curious sort, I take it. And a spurned lover. Interesting. Well, it's a little early to say spurned. Um, Night is still young. Anything can happen in love. In your state, I doubt it, sir. I doubt it. Why, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Um, Bernard, Benoit, and uh, Lucas, give me German roles. I don't think the other two oh, guys have Germans, right? German. No, not at all. Yeah. The language. Not close. No. The language. Oh, dude. 85. Total failure. Oof. Success. Nice. Just... Success. Oh, so nice. Hicks failed. And the other Rosen. two guys succeeded. Leader Rosen straps just like snap the. <laughs> All right. Um, so for the two guys that succeeded uh, at different times, as the the uh, the uh, investigators um, are speaking to you and the other patrons, you overhear the patrolmen who arrived first talking to each other in German, as you would expect. Um, and individually, so one, one time for Lucas, one time for Benoit, you hear, uh, what should I tell you? you that you hear something along the lines of, it's just like the other murders. No, 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 not other murders. Um, I didn't say murders. I said grave robberies. <laughs> my German isn't so good. They, they, let, me, let me back up. I messed it up. Um, oh my gosh. It's like, um, uh, I wonder if these are connected to the grave robberies. Um, and you pick up that there were five graveyards uh, where graves and mausoleums were disturbed. And in several cases, the bodies were stolen. And in others, only the grave clothing and jewelry were taken. All right. So again, five graveyards had been reported disturbed, bodies stolen, uh, sometimes bodies. sometimes just the jewelry. Um, most of the, you also hear that most of the nighttime uh, desecrations have taken place at an old graveyard known as Das Tor, which means the gate. Uh, It is mostly overgrown and untended. These are very chatty patrolmen. 
Um, apparently and twice finally twice the body snatchers were almost caught by local by a local patrolman but both times the culprits fled into the night in neither case did the patrolman get close enough to see the faces of the culprits who both ran with a strange skipping gait and who both wore black clothes cloaks like strange skipping gate? Yeah. All right. So the rest of the evening, and it's now quite late, involves the patrolmen or really the investigators interviewing, taking statements, uh, looking at the green room, looking at the green vault, um, and with a final um statement they say once again lady gentlemen uh don't leave town we'll be in touch with follow-up questions and with that let's call it for the session and, very nice uh yeah there you go and we'll let uh william dr drink off his uh his alcohol or sleep off his alcohol Although, like we said, if, yeah. you're, if you're always drunk, are you really ever <laughs> drunk? Right. All right. Nice. All right. That was good. Good job, you yeah, guys. Yeah, thank you, Ty. That uh, was that was really nice. Yeah, this is a good, oh, yeah, good story. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I'll uh, yeah keep your eyes out. I'll get a doodle out, and uh, we'll get it going. I know it's a busy time of year for everybody, but if we can get it in in December, we'll get it in. Well, what is it? November. Yeah, November's gonna be tough. Uh, but whenever it happens, it happens, and we'll keep plugging away. Nice. Very good. Perfect. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good All night, right. everyone. Thank you. Good, good night, night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.